Welcome to the Confident Feminine Body Podcast, a place of healing and transformation in your relationship with your body, food, and fitness. I'm your host, Elizabeth Marbury. I'm an intuitive healer and coach and founder of our Confident Feminine Body Program, where I help women build their self-worth from the inside out, free their voice, and love the sexy skin they're in without diets, deprivation, and self-sacrifice. Think of this podcast as your empowering and fun self-love guide, where you'll get real-time advice and tangible tools as we navigate this body and food freedom journey together. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful soul. This is Elizabeth Marbury, and I'm coming at you today with a solo episode where we're going to be talking about how you can raise your vibe and get in your flow state. And I'm so excited to dive into this with you. And before we do, I just want to acknowledge that when I started this podcast, I had this idea that I would do you know, one or two solo episodes and then sprinkle in interviews along the way. And if you've been listening to the podcast for the last few months, you've realized that it's been a lot of interviews and I love doing interviews. I am a person that definitely gets energized by other people and I love being in conversation with others. And I personally learn so much from having those conversations And I've heard a lot of beautiful feedback from all of you that you are also served by those hearing other women's stories and, and just, you know, addressing lots of different topics. But I want to acknowledge something. And that is that I think I've been a little bit stuck in fear around doing solo episodes. I kind of got into that comfort zone of, okay, I, I can interview people. This is great. And, and yes, it is great, but just within myself kind of reflecting, I realized that that was a little bit of a shadow for me of hiding behind the interviews and not being able to sit down at this microphone and share me, myself and I, and my thoughts and what I hope will be really helpful and supportive, um, content for you. I had, I had kind of been putting that on hold and, and almost, um, getting stuck in that overthinking, perfectionist, trying to get it right mode. So today I wanted to be really transparent about that and that I am so excited to bring you today's episode about how to raise your vibe and get in your flow state. And I promise that I'm going to keep putting out solo episodes as well as the interviews. And I'm excited that you are on this journey with me as a listener, as a supporter and a fan of the show. And if you are loving the show, if you are showing up to these podcasts every week and and listening in, I ask that you share it with a friend who will also be served. Be sure that you're subscribed, rating, leaving reviews that really helps us make this podcast possible. And we are so grateful that you're here. So let's dive into some hacks that I use to raise my vibe and find my flow. And I think of finding, when you think about finding your flow, for me that happens when I'm on the dance floor, when I am dancing and I am lost in the music and I'm just in the present moment, there's there's a sense of freedom from distractions or obligations or expectations and I'm just sort of 
in the moment, there's a lot of pleasure, there's a lot of ease because it's like this sense that my channel is just sort of open and I feel light energetically and things are just flowing. And I know for me that happens when I get on the dance floor. I know for others it might happen when they're out on a long run or maybe when they're writing something, you know, they sit down at their computer and they're, they're writing their book or a poem. Um, and you start to feel like you're in that sense of flow where, where there's no obstacles. You're just, you just kind of found that rhythm. And when you're in the flow, you're just totally immersed in what you're doing, right? You're so, you're so focused on, on the task at hand and, you're really in that present moment awareness. That's that's how I define flow. And maybe for you, it's different and that's okay as well. Okay, so let's get into it. Here are four hacks I use to raise my vibe and get into a flow state. So the first thing that I do to raise my vibe is I seek out things that brighten me. So, so many times we kind of get caught up in all the shoulds of our lives and all the obligations and expectations. And we are taking care, especially as women, we are taking care of others, constantly making sure that our children are taken care of, our homes, our partners, where a lot of us are in charge of the calendar and just the mental, physical, emotional load. Many of us are the financial providers of our household. Many of us are building businesses and we're ambitious and we have big dreams for ourselves. And, you know, we are all living very, very full and busy lives. And even if your work brightens you, or even if your family, of course you love your family and they brighten you, really taking the time to make a list of all of the things that brighten you. And it might seem kind of silly to sit down and make a list, but I think it's really helpful because we all do this where we kind of go on autopilot with our lives where maybe for me, my autopilot is, well, dance, dance and yoga brighten me. So I'm going to do that. And, and those are great, but there's so many other things that brighten me as well. Like sitting down and reading a book or taking a bath and lighting candles and, playing relaxing music or journaling or writing or going for a walk out in nature. So it doesn't really matter what is on your list. Maybe what brightens you is washing dishes because you love the sensation of the water. You love like listening to your favorite podcast while you're washing dishes because when you do that, you're totally by yourself. Like it like let go of it needing to look a certain way and ask yourself what brightens you? Is it a 20 minute power nap? And make a list, commit to carving out time in your day to do some of these things. I know what I have learned is that the power comes in the consistency. So I used to be really good at like occasionally signing up for a hot yoga class. And every time I go take it, I felt like a million bucks and I felt great in my body but it kind of that high went away. And what I've learned in my walking practice, so I walk outside in nature for 30 minutes a day, seven days a week, rain or shine. 
And it's become this movement ritual for me. And what I've learned in that is that it's not so much what you do, like the activity. It is the act of doing it every single day or doing it consistently. It's not an all or nothing thing. Yours doesn't have to be seven days a week. Maybe yours is Monday through Friday. Maybe yours is Tuesday through Saturday. There are no rules, but it's this idea of a consistent dedication to what brightens you. So maybe that's journaling every night for 10 minutes because that is what connects you back to to you, to who you are. And sometimes it can be helpful when you're doing this exercise, especially if you're feeling kind of disconnected from what um, enlightens you, what sets your soul on fire, is to close your eyes, breathe into your belly, and imagine yourself as a little person, right? As a child and seeing her and what does she love? Like, what does she love doing? I remember when I was a kid, I had this record player in my room. Yes, I was born in 1980 and I had a record player. And I remember having these awesome records and I had this Donald Duck record and it was the Don't Go Breaking My Heart, that song. And it was Donald Duck singing it. And I would grab my fake microphone and I would lip sync and I would do, I would just make up these music videos in my head and I was just so full out and I was lost in the moment. I didn't care about my grades or what friends I had or who liked me or who didn't or what I was wearing. I was just so in that moment. And so I invite you today to go back into your younger self and see her. What lit her up? What brought her into her flow state? And explore if that child is still there within you asking to play, asking to dance, asking to get out. Okay, so the second thing I do to raise my vibe is, I've already kind of said it, movement. Yes, so movement, again, it doesn't have to be cardio. It doesn't have to be anything you've ever read about in a fitness magazine. I'm the kind of person where if I read a fitness magazine and they're telling me exactly what I have to do, I am so rebellious. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm never going to do that. (laughs) So movement can be whatever, whatever you enjoy. It can be a walk. It can be running. It can be biking. It can be dancing. You know the drill. Any kind of movement will help you to get out of your head and into your body. Because when you're wanting to raise your vibe, that tells me maybe you're feeling a little bit down or maybe you're feeling a little bit low energy or a lot low energy, right? And so a lot of times when we are feeling down or disconnected from ourselves, we're really getting stuck in our head. And those thoughts are kind of ping-ponging back and forth in our minds. And it's easy for us to kind of go down this negative spiral where our brains kind of want to hook on like Velcro to the negativity. And so what I love about movement is it immediately will help you to get out of your head and into your body, especially if you're doing movement with the intention of getting into your body. So I know I've taken fitness classes before where I was not in my body at all. I was just like, I hate this. This hurts my muscles. I'm going to cry. I can't wait till this is over. That is not the kind of movement that's going to raise your vibe. So find movement where you can 
be intentional, where you can feel your feet connecting you to the earth, where you can notice the air in your lungs, where you can notice your surroundings. I mean, this is why, and I'm going to talk about it till I'm blue in the face. I am so obsessed with the power of a daily walk in nature because I am outside, I am breathing, I'm feeling my feet on the ground, I'm checking in with my energy level, how am I doing? I'm asking myself, what is it that I need today? Do I need to hear some inspiring music? Do I wanna listen to a podcast that's gonna light me up? Do I want to just leave my phone at home and completely disconnect because I feel so overstimulated? And my movement practice is really a love letter to my body. And as I do that, and as I move out of my head and into my body, what starts to happen is I I create spaciousness. And I start to get the divine downloads that I was so desperately seeking, where I was getting stuck in my head. And I start to allow the you know, I open up that channel of energy and there's that flow and I can start to receive the answers. And again, I don't go out with the intention of I'm going to go get this answer because it doesn't really work that way. You can't really force this. You can't fake this. Right. But if you, if you use your movement practice with intention as I am doing this to raise my vibe, get my blood flowing, get the oxygen going in and out. And there's so many different ways for your movement practice to just feed you on every level. But movement is absolutely one of my favorite ways to raise my vibe and find my flow. The next one that I do to raise my vibe, and this is so huge, is I surround myself with others who inspire me, others who believe in me, and others who are going to support me in where I am going. You know, we, I'm sure you've heard that quote that you are the five people you surround yourself with. And I've never really loved that quote. It feels like it's too much pressure because I'm thinking to myself, well, I surround myself with my five and eight year old, and sometimes they're really not that nice. No, I'm just kidding. But Truly, it is important who you're surrounding yourself with, who you are in community with, right? Because, and to me, this kind of goes back to what are you consuming? Who are you consuming? And I know that this can be a hard thing too, because if you feel like you're in a relationship or you're in a family or you're in a work environment that Maybe you didn't choose to be around these people, but you're around them all the time. I want you to know that that's okay. You can still actively consume and seek out people who are going to lift you up. And and I want to say you're already doing that now by listening to this podcast. I hope that by hanging out with me and listening to these tips and connecting with me, you already feel like your vibe is raised, right? So you can get it from podcasts, you can get it from magazines, books, social media. And then the flip side of that as well is that if you go on social media and you find yourself looking at pictures or consuming someone's content and you start to feel really bad about yourself or you notice that your energy, you were kind of energetic and then you hopped on Instagram and now your vibe is super low and you're feeling exhausted, take note of that, right? Unfollow the accounts that are not adding to your vibe, who are not helping you to feel inspired. You want to find accounts and people who are going to hold you to your highest level of operating, 
right? And this is why the coaching container is so magical. When you step into a group program, for example, like our 12-week Confident Feminine Body program is a 12-week group coaching program. When you step into a container like that, that's what's so fun is that you are just by doing that, you're already up-leveling your energy because you're around other people who are on this journey to find their next level of connection with their body's wisdom. You're around other people who are building an intentional life where they're learning how to set boundaries so they can protect their time, energy, and power, right? When you are seeking out people who are maybe a couple steps in front of you, right? Every coach that I have hired is a few years in front of me and they've been, they're where I want to be. And so when you step into a mentorship coaching relationship, that's what you're looking for is someone who is a a little bit ahead of you and can help you and, and hold your hand and support you to get to your next level. So I just encourage you to, if you feel like your vibe, if you're really struggling, Build up that village of supports. Build up that village of supports. And yes, I know it takes effort. And yes, I personally have been there where when you're when you're struggling with depression, anxiety, loneliness, isolation, it's really hard to reach out to people. And I want to be honest about that. But I want you to really pursue that because yes, it takes effort. But for me, I feel like there's no end game to this. I am constantly looking for people who inspire me, who motivate me, who educate me, who I can learn from. And I'm, I'm very intentional about who I develop relationships with, who I spend my time with, because I am not for everyone and everyone is not for me. And that's okay. We all have our people. And so Finding those people who are going to hold you to your highest level of operating and who are going to be there for you when you are having a low vibe day. I was having a day recently, I've actually had a lot of these days recently where I was feeling really down and off and I called a friend. I called a friend I knew I could trust and I instantly, she helped me to raise my vibe. So it could just be calling a friend, but I do want you to be very intentional around who you're surrounding yourself with and what media you're consuming and how that impacts your vibe. The last thing I want to share with you today is to celebrate your wins and the obstacles that you have overcome in the past. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably into personal development on some level, right? Otherwise you wouldn't be here hanging out with me. So a lot of us on this personal development journey, our spiritual journey, we tend to always be striving for the next thing, right? Or we're always trying to kind of fix things and we're trying to be better, be more productive, more creative, have more time freedom, have more nervous system freedom, all these things. And what can happen sometimes on this journey is that we can be really hard on ourselves because we, we get impatient. Like we feel like, oh, we should be there. We should, we should already be at this kind of future self point. And we, we can be really hard on ourselves. So when I catch myself in that loop of impatience, resentment, 
a feeling of why is this taking so long? I've been, I've been doing this personal development journey for so long. What I do is I look back first and foremost at all of the obstacles that I have overcome in the past. The one that comes to mind is, well, there's a lot that come to mind, but one that just bubbled up right now, as I said, that is the loss of my father. When I was 20 years old, I lost my father tragically to suicide and that knocked me on my head. My whole world fell apart and I have never felt so disconnected from, from what, what is true. Everything I thought was true, wasn't true. And I, it was just this, it was this upheaval in my life and in my soul and in my spirit. And I look back and I think, wow, if I was able to move through that, if I was able to make it out to the other side and continue to build a life that I know my father would be so deeply proud of, and I was able to keep this healing journey and I was able to just get through that, right? Just freaking get through that, survive that. I can do anything. I look back at being pregnant with my children and pregnancy was difficult for me. I didn't love being pregnant. It was really, really uncomfortable for many different reasons. And I can talk about that on a different episode, but I did it. And it wasn't always easy. And I, I gave birth. I had two natural births with my babies. And that was huge, right? I can do hard things. And these are really big things. But I can also celebrate the win of I spilled coffee on the counter. And Elizabeth, maybe three years ago, would have snapped at myself and said, oh my gosh, you're losing it. Pull, your, pull yourself together. And instead, I spill coffee on the counter. I take a deep breath and I say, it's okay. Let's just slow down. We're trying to move too fast. Let's breathe into this moment. I can practice self-compassion when I spill coffee on my counter. So when I say celebrate your wins and the obstacles you've overcome in the past, it doesn't have to be big catastrophic things like a death or a birth or a new job or whatever it is. It can be that you spoke to yourself kindly when you normally would have snapped at yourself, when you normally would have shut down. Your win can be that normally you avoid and you isolate when you're, when you're feeling stuck in fear. And your win is that you actually sought support. You called the friend, you hired the coach, you found a podcast that is going to support you. So we let's start getting in the habit of celebrating our wins as a daily practice. So that way we can see how we are shifting. We can see how we are growing. And that will help you in those moments when you feel like you're just running on that treadmill and you're going faster and faster and you're not going anywhere. The truth is you are going somewhere. The truth is you've been going somewhere this entire time and you are here for a reason and you are doing the absolute best you can and you deserve loving kindness. You are worthy. So I want to let you know that I am working on a guide right now, 10 hacks to raise your vibe and find your flow. And today I, I gave you do things that brighten you, surround yourself with others who inspire you, move your body to get out of your head and into your body and celebrate your wins. So I gave you four steps. This guide is going to have 10 hacks to raise your vibe and find your flow. I'm currently working on it. It is not complete. So I encourage you to join our Facebook group, confidentfemininebodygroup.com, 
or send me a direct message on Instagram. On Instagram, I'm at Elizabeth Marbury and just say, raise your vibe guide. And I will be sure that when that is fresh and hot off the press, you get your hands on that free guide because I'm going to be going into six more things that I do to raise my vibe and get in my flow state. And it's going to go into a lot more detail as well. So I'm super excited about it. But you know what? I am celebrating that I'm putting this episode out without the guide being done. Like Elizabeth a year ago would have been, that is horrific. Do not do that. But I am doing it because I'm practicing what I preach. Better done than perfect. I wanted to deliver this episode, this content to you today. I felt called to in my heart and in my soul. And I know it will serve at least one human being on this planet. And so I'm going to get out of my own way and provide this episode to you. And if you loved it, please let me know. Send me an email. Send me a direct message on Instagram or Facebook. I want to hear from you. I want to know what is resonating. I want to hear how you raise your vibe. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I will see you again next time. I'm Elizabeth Marbury and I want to thank you for listening and hanging out with me today. Join our free community of brave soul sisters who are crushing it on their journey to body love and food freedom by going to confidentfemininebodygroup.com. That's confidentfemininebodygroup.com. And be sure to download my free gift while you're there. I'd also love to hang out with you on social media. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Elizabeth Marbury. I am sending you so much love today and always. See you next time.